1: Welcome back into the Crimson Corner podcast It's powered by kslsports.com. I'm your host Trevor Allen and I am really excited to catch up with our next guest as we're making the rounds through all of the newcomers for Utah basketball. We we talked to a guard who uh, actually committed pretty early when he went into the portal. Craig Smith got the job. He was actually one of the first ones to commit uh, and that is former Cincinnati guard Gabe Madsen. Gabe, how are you?
0: Doing great, man. Good to be on here.
1: You ended up playing a couple of games with the Bearcats, yeah. and then chose to shut it down be- for COVID reasons or whatever it is. But yeah. obviously, it's a personal thing. But how hard of a choice was it for you to sit out the rest of the season?
0: Oh yeah, I mean it's definitely not easy. You know, basketball is like something that I love and uh love playing it, and you know it's hard to step away from it. But you know, sometimes you got to do what's best for you. And I mean, it all all worked out all worked out great because you know now I'm here and I, I love it here and I love it, my team and coaches and living here so yeah I mean you know sometimes you has got to do what's best for you and uh I mean it all worked out so
1: I know that there's been some issues within you know the coaching staff with uh Cincy early on you know especially around the time that you went into the portal and we, we don't need to get into that but yeah what were some of the reasons why you left Cincy
0: oh I mean um you know obviously you could go like into some other things but um you know, I got nothing to respect for those coaches and stuff. And obviously we got coach Morris here and, you know, that's my guy. I love him. Um, But, you know, I got nothing to respect for those coaches and I never wanted that to happen, you know, for coach Brandon or anything. That was never the intention or anything like that. I just had to like focus on myself and, you know, uh, it wasn't exactly what, what I thought I wanted, um, you know, and uh, it was just, you know, COVID obviously made everything a little bit more difficult and, um, you know, so I just had to step away from the program and, uh, kind of, you know, do, do what was best for me, you know? So, cause at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. And, you know, I got and like I said, I mean, it all ended up working out cause now I'm, you know, back at it, I'm loving it here. And, you know, so this is like best case scenario here. So, yeah.
1: So when you went into the portal, walk us through that process of how you ended up at Utah.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh. Uh, so I opted out like right after the season, um, and you know, it was pretty hectic at first, you know, a lot of coaches calling and whatnot, but you know, this time around I kind of knew more of what I was looking for. And so I didn't, you know, I was telling coaches no early on, not wasting time, um, kind of cause I knew what I was looking for kind of already having to go through it. And I think that's something that's beneficial too, that first time around, it's hard to know exactly what you're looking for. I mean, it's like one of the few things in life where you have to make a decision, um, that's not not permanent but temporary for a long time where you uh you don't actually get experience and know what you want um so yeah i mean it's it was nice this time around having to know what i kind of more of what i was looking for and what meant what meant the most to me and um yeah so it was it was pretty quick and you know i, I once i found what i was looking for there was no point in really waiting so
1: when you actually committed coach Morris was still with the Bearcats so he wasn't a reason why you went to Utah what was oh yeah
0: yeah I mean it was just you know I I really like the the talks I've had I had with the coaches and I already had a a pretty good relationship with uh, Coach Peavy Um, from first time around he recruited me a little bit at Utah State um, and they recruited me a little bit uh, right out of the portal at when they were at Utah State still and then they got the job so I at at Utah so I, I already had a good relationship with them and You know, uh, uh, you know, uh, the Pac-12 is more of my style, I'd say, playing and their their style of playing at like the team. And it's just fit me really well. So, you know, there's no point really waiting. And, you know, and then I get to live out in Salt Lake City. So that's even uh, an added bonus. So
1: when you were uh, in the portal and and you were going through all your options, especially when when you initially went in there, did you ever think in your wildest dreams that you would end up at Utah? Because I know you probably had a bunch of different offers.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it was definitely not one that I was thinking of a, a chance that I'd never really talked to Utah, um, like, first time around or whatever, and it just kind of ended up working that the staff got the job here and everything, you know, uh, ended up working out. So, I mean, obviously it wasn't something that I really saw happening because it wasn't an option really first time around, and I'd never had any contact with any coaches from uh, here. But, um, you know, I just kind of – yeah, I just ended up working out um, and – yeah, I mean, I'm I'm loving it. So,
1: what is your relationship like with Coach Smith? I mean, you guys are from the same state. Him and also Coach Pearson were probably obviously big reasons why you went to Utah. What is your right. relationship like with Craig Smith?
0: Oh yeah, I mean, he's just a a good dude. I mean, he's just. I remember when we were talking, he was just like, like when he was recruiting me, he's like, uh, So many people have told us. Well, we've had like, well, we've been co- our coaching staff. Together they've told us that. You know, you guys are just normal people. And I mean that's it's very true. I mean that you can just like they have their life outside of basketball and and uh, it's not just all basketball with them, you can talk about other things with them. And you know, I really like that. So like uh and he's and then on the court it's just like he's honest with me and uh he encourages me and and tells me when I'm you know, need to do something better and you know, I love that. So somebody who's honest with you and you know uh, and then off the court you just can talk to them about other things and basketball is nice too so
1: we don't have a ton of film from your college days uh right. you know in your first year but for fans out there who are trying to get to know you a little bit more who is Gabe Madsen not only on the court but off the court
0: that's a that's a loaded question i'm i you know i do a lot of things man i mean obviously on the court i uh, uh, people probably know me more of like a scorer um obviously i'm always trying to Uh, develop my game more and more like defensively and keep getting better at that. And uh, I think I'm a, I'm a good uh, distributor of the ball, just make the right play. And I think I just know how to play basketball. That's something that I always grew up just doing. My dad was my coach for pretty much my whole life and he was, you know, he's pretty progressive with the way he thinks and the way he teaches basketball. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think that kind of bled into who I am and um, you know, so just growing up just, a lot of motion. So I just got, I learned how to play. So I think I just know how to play basketball pretty well. And then, I mean, off the court, uh, I mean, I, I love spending time in nature. I think that's why I really like being out here is just is endless amounts of nature and hiking. I mean, I'm always out, outside doing something, usually hiking. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I, I dabble in a little bit of rock climbing here and there. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I played, I played the guitar pretty badly. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I like to not be just, you know, just a basketball player. I like to do other things. So um, I think that's important in life to be able to, you know, someday basketball is going to come to an end and uh, I'm going to have to have other things that I like to do. So I think that's good to have a start at this age. And, you know, so I. I do many other things. So
1: you you haven't gone through a winter in Salt Lake City yet, right? No. I think it will probably never match as cold as it is. No, back yeah. Home.
0: That, we've had many we've had many talks. Luckily I have Booth here, so he's he's also lived in Minnesota and we've had some talks about it. He said it's not as bad, so I'm not complaining.
1: Yeah, there's actually a lot of snow, but it doesn't get below zero. Yeah, very that's often. that's
0: the that's the bad thing about Minnesota. I mean, there's obviously a lot of snow and then it's you know, added on you get below zero. So that's I'm looking forward to not that having that. So
1: is there a player who you've throughout your life, especially growing up around the game that you've, you've kind of, you know, watched closely, maybe, you know, use some of their moves in, as a part of your game?
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I get asked this question a lot. I think like uh, there's not really one that I, I say, would say like, Oh, that's my favorite player. And that's like, who I like, I like want to be like and who I model my game after. I think I just, I've always grown up watching basketball and I, I love watching basketball and um, so I'm, you know, I'm always, always watching. So, you know, no matter what the level is, I think you can always learn something. Um, so I just, you know, I, if I, if I see something I like, like a move or something, um, I'll, you know, add it in, add it in the bag, as they say, um, you know, try to work on it. But, um, yeah, I think that might be beneficial because like, uh, you know, I think that can broaden your your game a little bit. If you don't just look at one player and you look at multiple players and just watching the game of basketball, you, um, can have a, a more, uh, wide, wider array of, of sets. So.
1: Something that has, uh, happened o- over the course of, you know, the last couple of months that you've actually been here is just adding more and more players. When, you know, Craig took over, there was a lot of guys who left from last year's right. team and then bringing in seven guys out of the portal, including you. And then another guy from the 2021 <laughs> class, but, a lot of the talk about that is really just gaining chemistry. I mean, I actually talked to Raleigh about it, you know, uh, you know, a couple of days ago, and I just want to ask you, how hard is it to get that chemistry during these workouts, especially when you guys haven't really gone through a game together? Um, yeah. You know, you guys can always scrimmage and simulate so much things. So what are some of the challenges to get this whole chemistry built and locked in and ready for the uh, season coming up?
0: Um. Well, I would just say – Props to the coaching staff because they recruit just good guys, and I mean I think that's that just really shows with uh, how we like play with each other on the court is everybody gets along, man, and um, you know I, um, that just is really beneficial on the court if you if you are if you get along like you're saying you have chemistry and I mean it's it's crazy how fast it happens when you're on a team together. Like I've known these guys. I mean, in the scheme of life, not very long, but, I mean, I see them every day, and now they're, like, some of my better friends. So, I mean, it's crazy how fast that happens. And, you know, like I said, props to the coaches because they just recruit good guys, and, I mean, that's what they're about. So, everybody gets along, and I don't think we're going to have any problems with, like, chemistry and stuff. I mean, everybody's, like, hanging out with each other, and we're all just, like, chilling in the locker room a lot. And uh, I think that's just really beneficial and we will really show this year on the court. So.
1: What did you know about the Utah basketball program before you came to Utah?
0: Um, to be honest, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. I mean, obviously, I'm from the Midwest. Um, yeah, so I I, I didn't know a whole lot about. I knew obviously Kyle Kuzma uh, came from Utah. I mean, that's that's you know, I didn't really know a whole lot. So, but I'm definitely learning more. So, I I probably should, you know, probably should because now I am a Utah youth, So. I've
1: actually asked every single player so far that I've talked to, I've talked to Marco, I've talked to Booth, I've talked to Raleigh, and now you, and I'm going to, I'm going to ask you the same question. What should Utah fans expect from the running Utes this season?
0: Uh, I think a fun, a fun brand of basketball, man. I mean, I think we're going to, you know, like I said, the chemistry of the team is going to really show. And, uh, you know, we just play a fun way. I mean, we, you know, get up and down and uh, we play, we just play basketball, man. And that's, You know, that's what I was looking for. And, you know, like I said, that's how I always grew up playing. And I think that's like uh, a good skill set of mine is that I just have good IQ and I I, I I just know how to play basketball. And I think that's, you know, like I said, that's just going to be it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to watch. I mean, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it for sure. So.
1: All right. Well, Gabe, it's actually been really nice to, you know, talk to you, get to know yeah. you a little bit. Hopefully we'll we'll catch up down the line. Best of luck uh, coming up this season. And uh, we'll definitely we'll talk soon. Thanks for hopping on.
0: Yeah, for sure. Sounds good. Thank you.
1: A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to...